Hey everybody, it's me Larry, the guy who didn't go to jail last episode. Now, let's take a look at last episode to see why everybody but Elagos went to jail last episode in this episode, which is episode 13. Enjoy the episode. Well, stealing isn't bad. That's just what people who are bad at it say. 25 gold on Vilhelm. We've got a new winner, Yellow! Uh, tomorrow during the festival, uh, come to Larry's pub. Hey, old, do you think it's worth putting money on Vilhelm again? Uh, did, did you see his shoulders? They are pretty broad. You're both ridiculous. Does a 8 hit you? An 8? Yes. Fit. Did an 8 hit? So one of them rolls a nat 1. Does that hit? I don't know. Uh, so she rolled a 9. Did that hit? Does a 42 uh, hit? Jump, Wilhelm! <laughs> jump! So I'm gonna try and, like, smack him in the knees. The classic dwarf move. <laughs> and then right after the classic dwarf move, everybody got knocked out and arrested. Episode 13. Guys, episode 13 of uh, Good Job Adventures. Wait, are we clapping? No. I mean, three of us just said the word clap. You did all say the yeah. word clap. Um, yep, just getting back to it. So everyone, episode 13. Um, thank God we're not starting with that part of the party. So, uh, picking up from where last session left off. Um, Elagos, uh, your companion now is still standing in front of you. Uh, and his offer was still standing. He wants to help your friends escape from jail. Uh, but in exchange for a favor. I uh, just wanted to know, like, if you would accept that or, you know, ask him a couple other questions if you wanted to know more. Do I get to know what the favor is? I don't know. Ask him. That's Do I get to know what the favor is? Oh, so uh, he, he responds. He's like, uh, I need you to help me uh, retrieve something uh, out of town. Could you be a little less vague? Um, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, he responds, but, uh, I, I pretty much, I'd rather tell you on the way there. It's really not worth explaining if you're not coming along. All right. Um, how do I know this isn't going to get, just get me in trouble with the law too? Cause it's outside of town. And? And there's no law outside of town. We're going to the forest. <sighs> All right. I will go. also note. I'm not burning the forest. Okay, lit. Uh, all right, so um, don't worry. Perfect Elagos, I'll send some guys for your friends. Uh, and as soon as he says that, um, a carriage pulls up from behind him, uh, and he climbs in and motions for you to enter. All right, uh, Elagos is going to, like, cautiously uh, get in and enter, and he's he's going to turn... He's, he's going to, uh, right before he gets in, turn around and say, listen, I, I understand that... There's really no way for me to tell whether or not you're going to come through with what you're saying you can do for me. But just know that if you're trying to pull something here, I have the means to make you regret it. And he kind of looks at you, he's like, what kind of person do you think I am, Elagos? No, I'm not pulling anything. I just need some help. Uh, and definitely, I definitely will pull through for your friends. Don't worry. I'm sending some people. They'll, they'll, they'll go get them out. Uh, so as soon as you get that... Uh, piece of i guess dialogue over he the carriage starts to move over the cobblestone streets as it bumps rocking uh side rocking the ride side to side and you kind of doze off for a short a short time it is about like 2 a.m 
uh, as you guys are going through this. And Elagos, for a moment while you're inside of this carriage, you then wake up uh, to the sounds of clashing sh swords and structures crumbling. And the sound is deafening. And Elagos, your eyes fly open and you're stung in the eyes with the dense ash that surrounds this battlefield. You're no longer inside of a, inside of a carriage. And you look around uh, and you see a sea of corpses, some wearing your armor, but most dressed in thief's garbs in the chainmail of a local lord. Where the fuck did this guy take me? Uh, as you look up now, uh, you see an enemy charging towards you, uh, the soot obscuring your vision. Uh, attempt to roll a an attack for me to see if you can block it. Uh, that's gonna be a 12. Okay, so you weakly hold up your sword and you're, you're attempting to, to block his strike, but in an instant from behind you, a flash of silver darts between you and your aggressor, stopping the blow with a loud clash. So as you rub your eyes now from the soot that had a kind of a kind of made your eyesight blurry, you see the large back of the Grandmaster, the leader of your um, clan, and as he stands between you and the person who was about to strike you, your soon-to-be successor. Uh, and you kind of realize now, at least slightly, that you're you're dreaming and remembering remembering a time before. And your your uh, your leader yells, <coughs> "Open your eyes, Hector! That's one of your own!" And then um, you, you kind of stand up, Elagos, now, and uh, and you see the the successor to your um, to your to essentially your guild or your clan. He says, "Sorry, sir, uh, the ash weighed heavily on my vision." Uh, and you see his glare is set on you, Elagos, unobscured and piercing. Now your your leader responds. He said, "Keep charging forward. <coughs> Get up, Elagos." And while you've now stand to your feet, Hector kind of spits down on the ground near you and clicks his tongue and he yell and he says to you useless spawn you feel a, a flash of anger and then immediately the scenery disappears almost being sucked back into your head as you wake up inside of the back of the carriage with a start and across from you now uh your companion who picked you up and put you in there in the first place you kind of finally gone. awake are you you are trying to cross the border, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you see in the background, Todd. Oh man, no. So no, you, you, it's it's Skyrim. You just went to a different. Uh, you went to a different D and D session. Uh, but he he's sitting across from you now. Dan, Dawn is now breaking your knot in cuffs, uh, and he tosses you an apple. He says, "Well, morning." Uh, it seems like you dozed off for a little bit while uh, a while there. Well, could you blame me given the time? Yeah. I could see that. I had a, I had a, I, I didn't sleep too long. I slept a little bit longer during the day, but, uh, so we're about like 10 minutes away from the outside of town and, um, we're, I, fi I figured I'd fill you in exactly what we're going to go get. So we're going to get a few drops of, uh, true root extract. Are you familiar with that? Uh, no, I am not. Uh, roll a D roll a, uh, roll a nature check just to see like if Elagos maybe. Uh, Elagos probably because I rolled an eighteen plus one nineteen. Okay, so yeah, you, you rolled an eighteen, so you're you're able to discern when he says true root extract. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a really good fertilizer. It just makes plants grow really quickly. Uh, so you know that it's usually difficult to find, and it's not really like sold anywhere. You kind of have to find it in the wild, uh, and he says to you, he's like, so yeah, are you are you familiar with this true root extract or? Oh, I mean, I know what it's used for, and I know what it is sometimes used for. All right. Well, that's good enough. Well, I hope you know it's not nothing sketchy. I'm a botanist, you know. 
Uh, and as soon as as soon as you guys are having that conversation, the carriage stops on the outskirts of the city, and um, he hops out of the back and gestures you to follow him. I follow. All right. Uh, he says, we'll have to go on foot here for the rest of this. Uh, some thick foliage on the way there. Uh, and as you hop out and look around now, you see the city a little bit far away now, about like about a mile or so back. And in about a mile in the opposite direction is a large forest teeming with trees. And the air here, uh, just as you're standing closer to it, is very thick and much cleaner and natural than it is in Ruel uh, due to the recent construction. Uh, so you see your friends start walking uh, and you decide to follow heading towards the forest. So now we're actually going to cut back over to Ander. Also, to clarify, when I said what, it, what it's sometimes used for, I'm, imply, I'm implying I think this guy might be a fantasy pot farmer. He is not a fantasy <laughs> pot farmer. Uh, you, <laughs> actually, you know what? That's fair. Uh, he says he's a botanist. You can, you can, you can conjecture that. You can, you can make that inference. So, I mean, he, he was. We did share a jail cell. So you're basically the Jesser to his, Jesse to his Walter White. Fuck, I said Jesser. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he is the Jesser. He just pulls out a bowl. He's like, you "Want some true root?" Yeah, Mister White. Huh? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So, Ander, All right. uh, you you awake now uh, inside of your cell as it's it's now very early morning. And you take a look around. There's not too much in here. There's a table and a small toilet on the opposite side of the room. So bless Agma on that one. Um, and you don't happen to see your party here. But in the cell with you, uh, sitting down at, a t- at the table, uh, is actually Abel from the orphanage. Uh, he's wearing a gray hoodie. And he uh, kind of waves at you. And he says, good morning, uh, with a polite wave and beaming eyes. Oh, uh, hey, you're here. W- what are you doing here? Well, I got arrested last night, just like you. Oh, you were there too? Ah. You know it. It was a fun fight. It was... Although I'm kind of glad it ended at when it ended, because uh, my friend was going to get his ass kicked. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm used to it. Okay. <laughs> all right you're you're really you're delivering for me buddy you're you oh wow you're pulling it through so much intrigue filled in here it is very much yeah oh man so i mean yeah he did put up a pretty good fight but um you know he, very not not very well at uh using a quarter staff i feel like he'd use more of an axe i'd say yeah he's definitely an axe man um he's an x-man <laughs> <laughs> First class. So, uh, how, do you know a way out of here, or? Uh, well, there's the door, uh, and he points at it, and it's got a lock on it. Other than the door, you idiot. (laughs) Damn, that was rude. Uh, well, I mean, there's also the window, and he points at the window, and it's barred. (laughs) I think I just heard overtones in Morgan's laugh. (laughs) Yeah. So why were you at the why were you at the pole the pole dancing fights last night? Uh, we were we were trying to advertise for Larry's and we walked in and found the pole dancing event, thinking that it was another bar. Okay, all right. Well, that's pretty that's pretty legit. And then, well, my friend ended up getting or volunteered for the fights. Okay. Oh well. I mean, that sounds like a good enough reason to be there. I mean, uh, personally, I was just there to make a little bit of extra cash, but uh, I had a I had a quick question for you, though. I was kind of 
seeing you, you know, reading at the uh, at the arena last night, and I was wondering exactly like what you what you got there. A couple of my friends like uh, like reading some stuff from the library too. Oh well, I was reading this uh, this cookbook. All right, so you you pull out the cookbook from your robes, and he kind of looks at you. He's like, oh, that's weird. I've seen. I feel like I've seen that before. Uh, and if you want at this point, Andrew, you can go ahead and read uh, the cookbook. Uh, I had already read the cookbook, and I had read the Festivals of Ruel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, you, I know you read the cookbook, but there's more to read. Okay, I can keep reading that one then. All right. So you open up the cookbook, and as you go past the first summary, uh, the summary page that you had read, a lot of the a lot of the entries seem to be written in some sort of odd code. Um, which you seem to have seemed to recognize uh, from a sheet that you happen to have picked up inside of the orphanage. Okay, and am I, am I able to decode it right now? Yeah. So since you have your eyes of the runekeeper, you just take a quick. Uh, I'll actually have you roll a, a quick um, intelligence check just to see if you'll be able to able to read it out. All right. That's uh, twelve. Uh, so you're able to decode the next section of the book. Uh, there's still going to be more, but I'll read it out to you now. So, I made a few quests for some guild members to collect more information on these towers. Uh, most of them turn up with the same data, though. Uh, the grant wishes, there are seven of them, nothing necessarily useful. However, I did happen to have one member tell me each tower only granted a specific manner of wish. When I asked him for more information, he explains... Uh, he explained that he heard this information uh, from a colleague down at the docks. I, I prodded him for a little bit more, and he said that uh, for the wishes it could grant, it depended on which one you found and which one would be useful to you. Um, when I asked about the dock hand, he said that he was he was a friend that he knew briefly uh, as he gave him passage to Tofek. I must find this gentleman. Uh, and that's as far as you're going to get there, and Abel kind of moseys on up, and he's like, so, uh, you read gibberish? Yes, I'm kind of an expert at it. Well, okay. <laughs> what's what's it say? He normally just eats gibberish. Yeah. Uh, it says that there was he met somebody at the docks, and based on which based on which of the towers you go to, the they give a different type of wish, and you can only get that wish if that wish is one useful to you. Huh. Well, it's a nice, uh, that's a nice, uh, fantasy novel you got there. Uh, it says there's one under Ruel. And he kind of, like, stops for a second. He's like, well, definitely a hell of a fantasy novel. What type of tower are you talking about? Do you not, do you not know about them? No, I don't. Into effect, there are about, there are towers where you can explore them, and it, by... After a point, you will be granted a wish. Like, huh. And he kind of thinks for a moment, he's like, so anything, right? Well, again, like I just read, uh, each tower can only grant a certain type of wish. Huh. Well, that sounds interesting enough. Uh, so he uh, he kind of just like sits down and he's like, oh, I wonder what type of wishes they grant. Especially one under Ruel. Definitely not a lot of people with good wishes here, I guess. And... He kind of just like sits back on down at the uh, at the table he was sitting at, and he says, "Ander, were you uh were you separated from your friends at the arena? Did they just knock you in here with me?" Yeah, I think they did. That seems odd. I don't know why that would be the case, but because I mean, 
unless you picked up on it yet, I was the guy kicking your friend's ass. Yeah, I <laughs> I picked up on that. Oh, you did? Because the prompt that the DM gave you about a minute ago wasn't followed up on. But continuing. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so uh, he kind of says, he's like, uh, I'm actually kind of wondering if uh, why they put you in here with me. I mean, like, this might sound dumb, but like, are you, are you like some sort of like, are you like a loner or like some sort of like orphan or something? I mean, I, I was an orphan. Did you get parents? Did you get parents? <laughs> no, I grew up. That's that's not the sort of thing that goes away. <laughs> Continue on. So he's like, ah, oh, so I guess you get it too. I mean, you're you're an, an elf or a half elf, mm-hmm. right? He's an elfin. You're an elfin. <laughs> yes, I'm an elfin. If I remember correctly. You're an elfin. All right, yeah, I had to had to check that off. And he's like, uh, I'm I'm not too old. I'm not too old myself. I mean, gotta say sorry, but being an orphan kind of. Kind of sucks. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, glad I could talk to someone at least a little bit more familiar with that than I know, like someone else I could have been stuck in here with. So he kind of looks a little bit more satisfied now as he's uh, as he's talking to you. You feel like he feels like you kind of like understand to a degree. So, so I'm assuming you kind of deal with the orphan thing through fighting. <laughs> well, uh, you know the orphan thing. The orphan <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just the orphan thing. Uh, and you see he kind of just, like, looks at you uh, with kind of a sad glance on his face. He's like, well, I, I just uh, I just needed some cash. <laughs> um, I just... Uh... And then he lets out, like, a deep sigh and rubs his eyes, and he uh, kind of looks at you with a more glazed look in his eyes as if he's uh, kind of looking through you, and he says, Ander, you, I assume, know what it's like to not have a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see, he, he kind of laughs, and his entire demeanor kind of shifts and changes, his posture a little bit more slumped and lazy, uh, and his tone and word choice now seems to be getting a little bit sloppier and more casual. And he says, so then, you know, I, uh, I gotta make some cash for the kids, and also for myself. There's, of course, Larry's bar coming up, you know, um with uh with all the kids wanting to go into that ball pit mm-hmm. so thanks for dropping by uh he kind of gives you a weird look um but i'm trying to make things the same way they were before roe uh went away uh i mean unlike a couple of the orphans that are at the orphanage i um i never really knew knew my parents but that didn't necessarily mean that i didn't have have a family. Me, Nash, Cass, and Well Row. You know, she was like the sweetest person you'd ever meet. I, I don't know if you know anything about her, but she was like she was really she was just a really cool person. Uh taught taught us how to fight, uh taught us essentially how to how to make money, I guess. But she you know, she was really the best, but unfortunately uh it didn't didn't last forever, you know? Like everything. Yeah, well, no, it's up to you to be that person for the younger kids. Yeah, that's that's a positive way to spin it, you know. I mean, I don't I don't mind being those people to the to the kids there, but I really I'm really trying to see if I could get you know the other guys back. Like, as soon as as soon as Roe went up and uh, got hurt, I mean, they've never really been the same. Nash kind of going out and 
working at bars and uh and chasing her dream to be an adventure you know she was she was just always so timid just like her little sister but you know right after that something seemed off and she got way more emotional and a lot stronger too i can definitely tell you she got emotional what oh (laughs) you've met her uh yes i get uh she uh threw me out of a bar using magic and i responded unkind uh, and he kind of like he. <laughs> that sounds yeah. That sounds like her now. And I don't know if you've met. I don't know if you've met Cass yet. But he's he's not too he's not too great. He's always popping in and out. You know, living on the streets uh, instead of at home where he could be. But he he's been a lot colder since uh, Ro uh, Ro died a while back. Uh, you know, I'm really just trying to chase chase up to them and you know catch back up. But I guess if where I need to be is the orphanage, I guess, then uh, that's where I've got to be, right? If you need to be at the orphanage, uh, I could take it over for a little bit. You, you'd take over the orphanage? <laughs> Goodbye, Ander, forever. <laughs> yeah, Ander's written out of the campaign now. Uh, <laughs> Ander's like, I want to write a new character. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know if I'd... He kind of is like looking really confused. He was not expecting that, uh, so he's like, "Oh, um, you know, now might not be the time to talk about me giving you the orphanage, but I mean, if you're down to work there, I'd, uh, I think that would be great. I can help alleviate what Roe left, if that makes sense. You can alleviate what Roe left." Like, I can try to fill in her place, but I don't think I'll do the You want to fill in Rose's place. It's, you know, it sounds gross. All right. Uh, well, all right. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Uh, and he kind of, like, gives you, like, a like a quick punch to, like, your shoulder, like a like a buddy-buddy thing. And then we're uh, actually going to go over to Aul and crew. So... Yes, it's my crew now. That's what I, I just wrote. Aul and crew uh, inside of. I, the, I see who I see you playing favorites Ooh. again. It's not even favorites. Uh, so <laughs> it, it's just because he's the one who he wakes up. So I will. You kind of wake up now as well with the worst headache you've ever had. Second worst. Uh, you could s- second worst. You could swear it feels <laughs> like the ground is shaking you in anger. Uh, but then you quickly realize that this is not the side effect of being rabbit punched uh, in the back of the head, uh, but it's actually because there's an, a small earthquake happening right now, and it kind of uh, shakes the ground, and you're not you're not really enjoying it too much. And you sit up with a start as the shaking stops, and you shield your eyes from the light shining in through the windows of your ce- of the cell, and the cold metal bed you lay upon creaks as you shift your weight, and the sound comes with a mild annoyance. Uh, you look around, and inside the cell, you see Wilhelm and Breathweaver. Uh, Wilhelm has a massive black eye on the left side of his face as he sits at the table. Sorry, just, you said black eye, correct? Black eye, <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> as he sits at the table, grimacing, uh, while Breathweaver sits opposite him, inspecting only the dragon pieces of the dragon chessboard uh, left on the table. Uh, curiously enough, though, uh, only Ander seems to be missing from the party. Uh, so you guys can start to talk amongst yourselves for now. Are there other dragon piece chesses around? I mean, chess dragon piece chesses. Breathweaver, <laughs> stop focusing on the chessboard. Let's get out of here. Also, I'm assuming I, 
it's been established that when I get knocked unconscious, I don't revert to my form, right? So I'm. Um, I don't. I believe in the simulation inside of Prey simulation. You didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so you're. Yeah. What, what were you before? We'll say I was half elf. Okay. Uh, so you're just a half elf. So you you guys are kind of just sitting in the cell now. Uh, Wilhelm, you kind of you, you. I told you you had a black eye, but you can surmise the reason why is because the clear from last night kind of knocked you out with it yeah all right so breath three breath stop looking at the chessboard right now we need to focus on how to get out of this cell yeah, what, the, what the hell ha happened to my face it hurts like a motherfucker <sighs> that's the dangers of getting so dazed by watching fights never again <laughs> never again <laughs> well I, will, I was not exactly watching fight i was in the fight you can Sorry. be doing both anyway breath weaver stop distracting us um <clears throat> I think I have an idea for how to get out of here. What is it? Once one of the guards walks by, I can put on a little bit of a distraction, see? I'm going... Well, I won't spoil it, because I need your reactions to be genuine, but it's... Well, uh, I have also a kind of an idea. Um, what would be a good one-word way to tell someone to let us go? Release. Alright, so I have a potential magical contingency plan, because, uh... Uh, one of the spells that they have, it basically can say a word, and that person might listen to that single word. So, well, okay. When I said release, we now I guess now we don't know what he's gonna release. He could release anything. His bowels. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah. That is probably. Maybe I'm just tell him, tell him to stop. Open. And once he's stopped, well, open could work. But if he stopped, then we could just grab the key off him. What about sleep? That way he won't stop and then keep moving afterwards. But then what? What, what if we if we cannot reach him while he is on he is on ground? Telling him to go to sleep doesn't mean he'll go to sleep. It'll probably take like five minutes for him to go to sleep. <laughs> what? You guys are great. Uh, so you guys are kind of discussing now. So we have so we have Plan One, which is. Well, I mean, I'm just going to say plan one because Wilhelm kind of finished his first saying, just like commanding this guy to stop or open or release, releasing his bowels uh, at the at the door. Yours was, oh, well, what was it? You said you're you're going to you're going to do a genuine reaction. Well, no one knows what my plan is yet. All right. So do you want like a increase to your ability to do that? I can Breath weaver, that. If we go with my plan, um, it's going to need to look. Does anyone have any sort of magic that can create um, any harmless, illusory sensations like light or sound? Uh, I, uh, no, I do not have that. You want light or fog? I mean, why do I have to choose? Can you do both? Not at the same time, yeah, okay. I don't think. All right. Should have lowered my expectations. All right. That's fine. Do light if we go with my plan, which we should because it involves me. <laughs> Alright, and does Breathweaver have a plan, or is he all gung-ho for Aul's plan? Let's do it, Aul! Alright, Breathweaver, when- I'm gung-ho for this! <laughs> Wilhelm, when you see the guard, yell at him that something is going horribly wrong to bring him over here. And then that's when I'll- I'll do it. Should I set the bed on fire? No, not yet. That's- that is the, that's uh, step setting, four. Setting bed on fire might not be a- a- a best plan. But it would be a reason to call the guard over naturally. No, I'm I mean, the reason. There are other ways to do it. Because, like, I could try and command the guard to approach when he, if if a guard walks by, I could try and do that. Yeah, say something's horribly wrong with me, and then when they come over there, I'll demonstrate what's going on. 
It's All foolproof. Right. Well, we have to wait for God to come over, or do you want me just to start start shouting? Start like, shouting. Oh. Make it seem genuine. All right. So as you all are now joking about ways or actually coming up with legitimate ways uh, to get out of this cell, uh, and you say that you're going to start screaming to get the guard's attention, you all hear a loud ear-piercing scream uh, come from down the hallway uh, in the prison. And it sounds unnatural and very high-pitched. They're doing my plan. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like someone's already beating us to the punch. I, I guess so. Scream louder! Ah! So you all, so Breathweaver starts yelling, uh, and the <laughs> unnatural screech kind of subsides. And then a moment later, um, you see about three guards walk down the hallway very slowly and stand outside of your cell. Uh, each one with a very blank-looking stare on their faces, and their mouths kind of open and jaws uh, very slacked. Uh, one of them kind of just like stares at you guys almost as if like waiting for a prompt i scream at him once i hear them coming i'm gonna spring the plan though it seems like they're not in the right state of mind either way my plan is i'm going to make it look like my body's like swelling up a lot like almost like baruch assault in in the uh (laughs) in what is that movie oh charlie and the chocolate factory you mean willy wonka (laughs) so like the blue thing same about that thing hey now hey now you're an all-star. And then as it's <laughs> come, like swelling up, I'm going to go, Oh, God, it's trying to come out. Stop it. Uh, so uh, so you see the guards kind of just like blankly, they're kind of blankly staring at you as you're kind of large, blue, and bloated. Uh, so, yeah! wait, did you, were you going to So one of them moves to open up the cell door uh, with a key, like very slowly and... Uh, what I want, Wilhelm, what I want you to do is, can you actually uh, roll me a perception check? All right. Nine. Uh, so you're able to tell that these guards are branching clubs. I, I, I'm see, if I'm seeing them walking up to a club, I'm going to stop. Like, I feel like there's they're a, not walking up to a club. Walking up, <laughs> they're not going out partying. I, yeah. <laughs> but if I see them walking up to me and... I feel like I would have stopped almost instantly. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he walks up to you with the club above his head. Uh, and, Owl, what are you going to do? Like, I will definitely give the reaction. I'm, you're not going to You're not going to get, like, bopped before you can do anything. All right. I'm going to attempt to body slam him with my now giant stomach. <clears throat> How would you even roll that? Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and make a... Uh... I'm going to see if I can just jump off the bed almost like a wrestling move and just land on him. All right. So... Yeah, uh, actually, acrobatics, acrobatics yeah. <laughs> That'd be acrobatics. Alright. Um, that was a 16. Okay, uh, so you, you get that 16, and you absolutely, uh, you absolutely topple onto this, on, onto, onto this man, and he's kind of stuck under Poorly, in here. post, can you, can you make that a bowling ball noise? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, so <laughs> you guys, uh, you're gonna be rolling initiative now. Uh, and then I'll, I'll write it down to keep track of it. And you guys are, essentially, you've body slammed one of the guards and the other two kind of enter. Uh, now, like, with clubs also, like, kind of raised above their head. And we're going to, uh, we're going to roll that initiative. Uh, I assume we have none of our equipment on, on us, right? Uh, you actually didn't have your equipment taken off of you. <laughs> oh, okay. Great police force. Yeah. They're not great. Uh, 17. 9. 14. 
Uh, so Breathweaver, it's your turn now. As you see, uh, one like two more guards kind of at the door, and one underneath Owl's stomach. Uh, what are you? And Owl, uh, roll your damage for that. Uh, for that attack. I, what would I roll for that? I'd say just like a D4. Yeah, this is technically like an unarmed strike. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you don't get this. A five. Alright, so you are able to successfully body slam that guy. Now he's on the floor prone. Uh, so Breathweaver, you're up. I'm going to... So, what's the layout of the cell? So, right now, the cell is the cell is about, like, I, I'd say, like, maybe 20, uh, like, 10, 10 feet by 10 feet. Uh, there are two guards at the front of the door. Uh, that are just just now walking in you are sitting at a table uh, in the center of the uh, in the center of the room another guard is on the complete left side of the room underneath uh, owl. I'm going to kick the um, like Sparta kick the <laughs> one attacking owl back to the um, well, I, I don't know if I'll push him back at all, but I'm gonna cast inflict wounds. So you're going to so you're gonna cast inflict wounds on the guy underneath that wool. Yeah, I'm gonna underneath me. Under oh, he's underneath yeah. that wool. Oh, There's a 500 um... pound blue owl on top of him right now. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to do that. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna cast inflict wounds on one of the guards at the door. The door then. What the? Oh my okay. god. Did you, can you try to roll your arm? Did you cast inflict runes on your vocal cords? Alright, go ahead, dude. Uh, <laughs> and kick them both back through the doorway. Does a 22 hit? I think so. Uh, what about a 6? Alright, yeah, no. Uh, so you hit with the- you hit with the- that large number you had, which I forgot. Uh, so go ahead. Um, damage is 3d10? That's a d100. You have a d100. Well, no, like, you know, the D10. Oh, the percentile. Die. I thought you had a D100. I'm like, Corley, how? Those exist. Yeah, like, but, like, that's large. 7, 16. All right, so you absolutely, I, this is a kick. Non-lethally, non non by the way. kicking this guy. I won't kill this guy yet. Uh, so you, you kind of inflict <laughs> wounds. As soon as you, like, kick him, he kind of goes back, like, 10, like, another 10 feet, like, into the, uh, like, opposing cell. Uh, like up against the other Dude. the other door and like the door is now kind of it, It's still open, but now there's only one other guard standing there. So you've dealt 16 damage to him Is there anything else you can do? Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> uh, so now it's actually going to be the guards turn so uh, the one that had gotten Inflicted wounds upon uh, is going to get up and come back and attempt to strike you Breathweaver. Uh, so let's roll that does a yeah th that hits you take five bludgeoning damage as he smacks you with his club, uh, and then the other the, the other guard that's at the door is actually going to move past you, Breathweaver. So he moves past you uh, and heads over towards Wilhelm, and uh, he's actually going to attempt to hit you, Wilhelm. Does a twelve hit? I assume not. All right, perfect. So he misses you as his uh, club kind of sparks up now, and the last guard is going to attempt to push you off of him, Owl. Uh, he's going to make a, a contested strength chest against you. So go ahead and make a. Um, an athletics or acrobatics roll? Uh, I'll do acrobatics. Oh no, I got a 10. Uh, that's that's good because he got a seven. So he's still trapped underneath <laughs> you. Uh, and he can't, <laughs> just he can't really do anything right now, but <clears throat> next it's actually going to be uh, your turn, Owl. All right, I'm going to like 
attempt to punch him in the face. Okay, uh, so roll another die four. I need to roll my attack, right? Yes. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you need to roll that. You need to roll that attack first. Um, yeah, so I'll attempt to punch him with my right and then with my left. All right. Um, that is a thirteen. Oh, that misses. Oh, do I get advantage since he's prone? Yes, you do. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a sixteen. You hit. Okay. And then I roll the other one. Heck. Get advantage on that. The first one was a fourteen. Second was a ten. Listening to this is just like pummeling him, but uh, no, you 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 miss with that one. <laughs> God damn. This is non-lethal, by the way. The damage is a seven. Seven damage. Well, that's a, that's a big fist. Uh, so... That's what she said. <laughs> He's a big boy right now. Yeah, damn. <laughs> For you. <laughs> Stop this. All right, so you get him You get him, You get get him. him down there. So now it's Wilhelm's turn. Uh, question. Uh, between the fight now, do, do we have the effects of a long rest or no? Uh, yes, you did. Oh, we do? Mm -hmm. That changes everything. What the hell? Okay, so yeah, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull up my Warhammer, cast Spiritual Weapon to conjure like a, a magical hammer. I'm gonna smack this man's, like. Dick. No, actually. <laughs> um, what, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do, do is, which I, like, with my, like, Warhammer, which is in my, in my right hand, smack the guy's, like, I guess, left leg in the knee, and then on the left side, basically, I'm trying to, like, hit both kneecap or fuck. This has been the most roundabout way of someone saying, I'm going to sweep their legs. No, I want to, I want to kneecap the fucker. That's different. All right, so uh, I'm going to roll the spiritual, spiritual weapon attack first. All right, so spiritual hammer. Uh, that's an 11. You miss. Fuck. All right. Uh, uh, Warhammer. Oh, my fucking God. That's, a, that's also an 11. <laughs> you took 10 minutes to explain two attacks and even a fucking hit. All hey right, man. No, but, <laughs> hey man. So I'm trying my darndest. You see, like, no, I'm flavoring this. So you see, Wilhelm is just standing there, like the guy in the hangover, like doing math in his head, and he just absolutely drops both of his warhammers and picks them back up, and that's his turn. Uh, so we're gonna go back to Breathweaver. I'm sorry, man. That was funny. Okay, I am going to. Um, so the door is open, but there's a person under a wool. We could just run. We could book it. You could. This is a viable option. I mean, I don't really want to fight these guys. Uh, so the 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 only person left blocking the door. Oh, did the guy move back into the door frame? Uh, well, yeah, he had to move close enough to hit you. Can I pull him in? Or which one had the key? Uh, the one underneath that wall. Oh, grab the key, and then we can lock them in here. I pull the um guard. It, that's in the door inside and uh, like try to switch places with him. Maybe throw him throw him towards the other guard. Okay. Uh roll athletics. Oh boy! <laughs> I have a minus one modifier to this. Um so that's 15. And uh let me double check if I can do this after I know if I succeed or not. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh you failed. Oof. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna use favor of the god to up that by 2d4. Okay, roll 2d4. Oh boy. <laughs> Indeed. Oh boy. I want this guy in jail. Oh boy, four. Uh, so does a 19 beat him? No, because he rolled an unnatural 20. Uh, and he just stands God there grappling it. with you. Uh, and so you're kind of like grabbing onto his shoulders. He's grabbing onto yours. So I'm going to make you roll an investigation check now. Yep, these okay. are shoulders. 
Uh, 15. Uh, so, so as you're kind of, like, inspecting this guy, and he's kind of just, like, standing there with, like, his mouth, like, wide open, and his eyes, like, rolling back in his head, you see, like, the inside of this guard's mouth is, like, his tongue is completely white, and it looks like it's real, it's, like, incredibly fuzzy, and it looks, like, ac absolutely disgusting. Like, there's something, like, going on with this guy that is, like, definitely a demerit to hygiene. It's a gremlin. Uh, it's it's definitely a gremlin. Yeah, so he he's like you see like there's like this weird like moldish stuff inside of his like inside of his mouth as you're grappling with him and you're just like you're 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 so disgusted that you kind of like lose your grip and that's how I'm going to call it on the fail there. Uh and a after that uh, is there anything else you can do or no? I can quickening spell to cast gust on him and try to blow him into the room since that didn't work. Me moving him. Try to blow him was a bad way to start a sentence. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna blow him and then maybe he'll get in the room. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh boy. So, <laughs> oh boy. So you, you you use quickening spell as a sorcerer uh, ability. Premature and spell. Gonna... Actually. Yeah. Oh my god. This is cast gust. Just cast it. Uh, oh wait, no, I, uh, he has to make a saving throw. Sorry, what I don't roll it? for that. Dexterity or constitution? He makes a strength save. Oh my god. All right, what does he have to beat? Uh, 16, 14. Ah, uh, he rolled a 10. So he is pushed in the direction you want him to. How far? Uh, five feet. So I, I, st I step to the side and I try to get him into the room. So you just you just move to the side and August knocks him in. Now he's he just like knocks down. He's prone on the floor now, five feet behind you. So close enough to Wilhelm uh, for him to strike him. The, can I jump outside of the cell now? He's like, guys, let's go. Lock them in here. They're, 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 they 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 smell terrible breath. That was a sentence. They smell, <laughs> they smell terrible, terrible breath. <laughs> so it's my breath, and it's terrible. Uh, so all right. <laughs> God damn. Uh, so as this is happening, uh, I'm actually gonna cut right now in this turn order as you stepped outside of the cell And you're like come on now breath terrible. Um, we're gonna cut back over to Ander Inside of his cell and Ander you you hear like as this is going on you hear like the same screech as ever, as all of your friends did And so does Abel and you both kind of stand up now with like a jolt and Abel just says like what the hell was that? Uh, and a moment later, you guys hear the sounds of the fight breaking out, and then Breathweaver going like, Breath smell bad, let's go! And like, as soon as you hear this, uh, Abel kind of whips out his quarterstaff and strikes the lock on the cell door, and it, and it flies off, and he's like, alright, let's move. Uh, so, you guys are outside of the cell now, so we'll roll you in on the next initiative pass. Uh, but for now, it's actually going to be the guard's turn, so one of them stands up, the one that got knocked over and doesn't head towards you, Breathweaver, but instead heads towards uh, Wilhelm as he's the closest thing in his line of sight. Uh, and he attempts to hit you, does a 12 hit. Nope. Nope. The other one attempts to hit you, Wilhelm. Your kneecap specifically uh, <laughs> does <laughs> does a 16 hit. Motherfucker, it does. <laughs> Damn. All right. So he hits your kneecaps uh, and he's going to roll. V Wilhelm is visibly determined. Uh, perturbed that, that this man t stole his kneecapping strategy <laughs> and performed it better. Uh, so he uh, he hits you for three bludgeoning damage and three lightning damage as his club kind of sparks up and like send, sends like a, a jolt down your knees or down your leg. And the other one is going to attempt to again wrestle you now, Awul, to get out from underneath your fatness. 
Uh, roll. Oh, that was a net 20. That's God awesome. damn it. All right, so you see like he kind of like grabs onto your fat, but you mold it in such a way that it just like, it just falls over him again. He gets his arm stuck into my fat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene from The Boys with like that chicken <laughs> landlord. Uh, oh my God. Uh, Vin, before I forget, I because I got hit, I have to roll concentration on um, uh, spiritual weapons. I'll just do that now real sure. quick. Sure, go ahead, yeah. Uh, 14, I'm all, I should be all set. I was gonna say, that was gonna be the shortest, most useless <laughs> spiritual weapon ever. <laughs> it went for the kneecaps and it never went further than that. So now uh, we're gonna go over to Aul's turn. Uh, so you, you're you now smothering this man underneath you. I think it, yeah, if you'll allow it, I have an idea for how, if I can flavor the nat 20. Sure. I wanna use, so I wanna like, attempt to grab the key off of his side, like off his hip, where it is. Sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. And then one second. Okay. I'll allow the nat twenty to facilitate you doing that. Okay. One second. A twenty-three. Well, uh, that yeah, that works. Uh, so then, as I grab the key off him, I'm gonna like while I'm still kind of like lying on top of him, I'm gonna do like a forward roll out of the jail cell over him as my attack. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you do the forward roll over him out of the jail cell. So he's going to attempt to stop you. His hand's okay. stuck in the stomach. He just rolls with all. His hands so, are stuck in my stomach. He should have disadvantage. Yeah, he, uh, I'm going to roll, roll a dexterity check. All right. Or dexter a dexterity save to do that because he's attempting to grapple you. Um, that was a 14. All right, he, he rolled a 17. And that was completely fair. So as he, uh... As he attempts to grapple you now, uh, as you're trying to get out, he kind of grasps his hands around your ankle, uh, and you kind of look back at him as you're a little, like, pissed off that he's, uh, that, that he's, like, you know, stopping your swift getaway, and you can see on his face now, he's got, like... How would he grab my ankles when I'm doing a forward roll over him? My ankles would be above my head, Finn. Yeah, he... <laughs> he has really long arms. He's, yeah, he's got some, he's got some long arms. Uh, so you see he kind of grabs your ankle and he tries to stop you and you look back and you see like his mouth is, his mouth is kind of foaming and there's like visible veins popping on like his forehead. So like if uh, I'm doing a forward roll and he grabbed my ankles, I think we'd be like face to face at this point because I didn't go over him because I'm, well, I was lying on top of him, tried to do a forward roll, but he grabbed my ankles. Yeah. How tall are you? It th this does not matter. Well, actually, yes, it does matter. No, we're just like about to kiss. Is that how? That's how it's framed right now. I'm six two. His arms are actually six feet long. I'm six two. His mouth was foaming, and we're about to kiss. Uh, but you, uh, this sounds like the beginning of a bad dojo. Yeah, it's yeah, it's terrible. Uh, so you kind of just see him like mouth out to you. He's like, kill me. Uh, as he's like kind of uh, he's kind of like grasping onto you and that's going to be uh, I mean if there's anything else you can do I think after your forward roll. Yeah, I can kill him <laughs> Yeah, I'll use my <laughs> bonus action to, no. to kill him <laughs> So in addition, I'm gonna use my mage hand Legend like I have a special mage hand. I'm gonna use that to basically give the key to Breathweaver. Okay, my bonus so action. So you pass the key over to Breathweaver with your ledger main uh, bonus action. So uh, you see like a hand floating towards you, uh, Breathweaver, and you where'd see you like, the key. Uh, <laughs> where'd you go? Uh, so you get the key. You get the key rig now, and it's uh, it's now Wilhelm's turn. All right. So what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna reattempt my uh, my kneecapping strategy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so oh my motherfucker! Is it eleven? No, it's in that one. <laughs> 
Oh, oh no. Right. He kneecaps himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you nat one, so that means it's my it's my turn to describe what happens. So you, you've nat one and you go to attack this guy's kneecap and you actually hit your kneecap. You're not gonna suffer any damage, but you're gonna get half movement until your next turn. Uh, so that might, that's kind of not beneficial for you getting out of this cell. Uh, but you still have your extra attack though. Uh, right. Unless you. So I'm gonna use my um. Seeing as how the the, knee, the kneecap implant has just failed horrendously, I'm gonna try and just smack the the guard over the top of the head with the spiritual hammer and hope to God that okay, works. Okay, go for it. All right, that is I think it's a, a 22. Yeah, that hits. Oh, thank God. Are you sure? Praise be to nah, Big Hef. Sure. <laughs> Big Hef in the house. Big Hef clearly not a fan of uh, kneecaps. He's, no, he's not. What's what's the damage? 12 force damage. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that's a ooh, that's spicy. Uh, so now, you kill him. no, you don't. Uh, so he gets he gets bopped in the head, and this guy looks a little bit more dazed as he kind of like bites down on his tongue. Um, and he's really enjoying the fight. No, he's really not. He's just so dazed. So, <laughs> Brett, 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 Brett Weaver, you're up. Uh, aren't we rolling in the other guys now? No, they're gonna be coming in. Uh, they're gonna be coming in after the guards' turn. I was the top of the turn order. Wasn't they're I? dazed yes, watching the fight, so they're not entering. Yeah, they're not. You guys are really salty about that. <laughs> yes, they are. You didn't have your gold taken from your plumber. Yeah, I lost fifty gold. Breath I have to go get that after this. Your turn. What can I do to help my party escape from here? Get him off my get him off my ankles. He's got my beautiful ankles. Mmm. Mm. Thinking about owl's ankles. <laughs> I go back in and I try to roll. I, I grab Owl's fat and try to roll him. <laughs> you what? Through the door. So you grab Owl and you try to push him through the door? No, I try to roll him back through the door with me. Like, try to pull him because he, he's currently stuck on the ankles. I'm trying to pull his ankles free by rolling him further. Okay. Uh, so roll and athletics uh, to see if you can, like, uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 11. Uh, I'm gonna make Wait, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna avenge that. I... How? With, uh, yeah, no, eleven. Um, that was a. I used human determination to try and help him, but. Well, congratulations. You beat. You beat my six. Uh, so you're able to to rest him free, and you kind of just like football carry Aul uh, over to the door. And now you guys are both outside, and Wilhelm's sitting there with a busted kneecap and like two guards in front of him. Uh, so that's it for you right now. So now it's going to be the guards' turn, and the all the guards now are kind of just like one was on the floor. They're both looking at Wilhelm. Uh, the one on the floor gets up and heads over to Wilhelm. So now he's being flanked by three guards, and they're all going to attempt to smack on you, all aiming at your kneecaps. Uh, Isn't one prone? Yeah, he got he gets up as his turn. He gets an even better shot at your kneecaps. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets advantage. Uh, but he rolled a 19, so that hits. You take four damage. Uh, two of it is bludgeoning. Two of it is lightning. Uh, the other one is going to attempt to hit you. And that's a that's a 17. That hits, I guess, right? All right, three total. So I'm gonna roll concentration on spiritual hammer. Nat 20. So that works. Uh, second hit, 17. That hits. Yep. Uh, he deals he deals three bludgeoning damage and three lightning damage. All right, concentration again. Holy fuck, another nat 20. Jesus, okay. Uh, and the last one misses you because he rolled a 12. Uh, so you're just getting mollywopped by these guards now, but after now it's the guards' turn, it's going to be rolling in uh, 
Ander and Abel. So we'll have you guys actually roll in. Like, you're not actually going to have to roll uh, initiative. You'll just come in in that portion of the order. Uh, so, Ander, what do you want to oh, do? Do we see them down the hallway? Yeah, you see, they run down the hallway towards you guys, and they're standing outside of the cell with you, and you guys, it just looks like you guys are just standing there inspecting Wilhelm, as Wilhelm <laughs> is getting attacked by three guards. Uh, I would uh, like to explain to them, we're trying to lock the guards in the cell so they can't do any harm to anyone. I have the key here. Well, don't lock Wilhelm in there with him. Well, uh, he decided to decap himself for some reason. It was really weird. Uh, so... <laughs> So you you guys kind of see that. So Ander, uh, what's your, what's your plan? Uh, I'm just gonna cast an Eldritch Blast at one of the guards. Okay. Ooh, uh, so go ahead, roll roll Eldritch Blast. In before he gets the kill. Uh, non natural twenty. You kill him. Well, yeah. Uh, roll <laughs> the damage. I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, nine. There it is. Uh, so you you hit the one that was standing up in front of uh, in front of Wilhelm, and as you throw that Eldritch Blast, it kind of like goes towards his helmet, uh, and it blows the left chunk of his helmet off, uh, and you see the guard kind of just like fall to the ground, uh, presumably lifeless, as he's missing a large chunk of the left side of his head. Leave it, leave it to Ander to go kill him again. So there's Ander with the casual murder. Ander loves killing. <laughs> I know. Find someone who loves you the way Ander loves killing. <laughs> that's a yeah. That's a that's a wrap. So then Abel's going to go in and attempt to uh, attempt to smack the guard that's on the ground. Hot damn! All right. Whew. All right. So he smacks the guard that's on the ground and he attacks twice. Okie dokie then. Uh, and he just, you see him just like absolutely smack that other guard's helmet, but this one's doesn't flow off, fall off. It just, this guard kind of like knocks out unconscious on the ground, uh, as he was able to do it in a melee range. And he, uh, he tries to offer you his, his hand, uh, Wilhelm. I take it. Perfect. So you're able to move a little bit closer to the door now as he expended a little bit of movement. You guys are literally like two feet in front of the door. Uh, so... It's now actually going to be uh, no, you get you get out because it was going to go to Owl's turn anyway. So you're you're at, you're out. All of you are outside of the cell. One guard has a head blown off. One of them is uh, unconscious, and the other one just like kind of looks towards the door. I shut it. Owl, it's your turn. I is all right. So Breathweaver closed. It's not your turn, actually, Breathweaver. So Owl steals the key. So Owl, what, <laughs> what are you gonna he do? Uh, give me that back. Well, did Wilhelm get out? Yeah, Wilhelm's out. He's out. All right. Owl is going to walk up into the cell. He's gonna slowly lose weight so it's not giant. He's gonna go on a keto diet. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he walks up to the guard and says, here's my right, now remain silent as I punch him in the throat. All right, so <laughs> roll your damage. Um, that was an 18. Yeah, you hit. Uh, roll the d4. Ooh, that was an eight. Non-lethal, by the way. Yep, so you non-lethally throat punch this guy. Wait, oh, plus modifiers. I was like, how did you roll an eight on a D4? With a, on a D4, yeah. That's, I had the same <laughs> question earlier, and I'm like, it's because he's a rogue. Uh, so you're, uh, yeah, so you throat punch this guy, and he kind of just like, he can't really talk, I guess, or make any noise right now because his throat got punched. Is he still up? Yeah, he's still up. I'm going to punch him again to knock him out. I want to knock him out. All right, to attempt to knock him out. Go ahead. So, yeah, I was going to... Um, headbutt him. Owl? Uh, for some reason he's silent. Uh, I might have gotten DC'd. Damn. Uh, that's not good. Hey guys, time for the behind the scenes segment where we fuck up. 
Yeah, so uh, here, yeah, here's the here's the fun facts for today. Um, if for those of you who are tuning in for perhaps the first time to Good Job Adventures, what are you doing on this episode? Uh, Ander is the certified uh, murderer. Uh, and he just, you know, he goes around killing people. Stabs, no <laughs> problem. Does. Eldrick Blast, you got it. Um, he's, he's always the one to get the last kill in like 90% of our fights. Yeah, it's pretty great. One person got knocked out, one person got killed. Um, he also like weirdly refuses to eat anything except <laughs> meat. Like, he refuses I... to eat anything but meat. Yeah. Alright, lit. Uh, so roll, roll the attack and you may be able to knock him out. Oh, um, that was a 25. Okay, so you hit. And I did a 6. Alright, yeah. No, that's it. Uh, so you're able to, uh, you're able to very cleanly knock this guy out as you kind of, like, headbutt him and you see... Well, I would say his eyes would roll back inside of his head, but you, they were already like that. They roll back to normal. They roll all the way around. They roll back, they roll back. Three, they do a 360. Uh, so... Actually, no, 180. Uh, so it comes back, and then he falls to the ground. So two knocked out guards, one dead left chunk of head gone guard, uh, and you guys have ended your combat. None guard, left beef. Well, so so what, I, when I was doing my somersault, attempted somersault, one of them told me to kill him. Oh. So I guess I did what they wanted me to do. Whoops. What? <laughs> so I mean, uh, it will end. Uh, I don't think that is the uh, uh, pro proper response to accidentally killing a man. Whoops! I didn't mean to kill him. He wanted to die. Whoops! is all about there. I mean, Ander, they want you to kill them, so there's two others. If you wanna, <laughs> if you satisfied your daily quota of murder, then there's two. Of, yep. Anyways, um, if you don't mind shielding your eyes, I'm about to change into some police attire. I'm gonna see if I can uh, disguise myself as one of them. While Aul is costume changing, we're gonna cut back to Elagos. I'm cop playing. <laughs> You're cop playing. <laughs> uh, we're gonna head over uh, to Elagos. So, Elagos, as you move through the uh, the foliage with your with your friend, uh, as he leads you, he kind of picks up the uh, some conversation. He says, "So, uh, Selagos, I, I really needed some uh, some extra muscle for this one. I I figured what better than a uh, than one of a uh, one paladin clad in uh, clad in armor, right? Yeah, I guess it's, it's you know not the worst option. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, so you know there are a couple of weird looking plants blocking my way uh, to this extract, and I just need you to distract them for me. I'm sorry, what? You think you can, there's a couple of weird plants uh, in front of this, uh, in front of some extract? So I just need you to distract them for me. I hope that's all good. <sighs> Fine. I should only need like a minute just, and a half. Just, I'm pretty. Just do it. All right. Well, we're almost there. And as he kind of like brushes through more of the foliage, he kind of, uh, you guys kind of come up to a, a clearing and he kind of points in there and he says, all right, yeah, so uh, that's it. And you take a good look, Elagos, and you see there's a large tree uh, in the center of this clearing with a hollow in the middle. And standing uh, to the sides of the tree are two humanoid creatures uh, seemingly to be made from bark. Uh, and as, as you kind of glance over them and he says, you think you can handle it? Uh, would I know exactly what these creatures are, like dryads or whatever? Roll nature. 11. Um, they're... So you're not sure if they're dryads or tree people, uh, but like they, they look, it just looks like a human in bark. Right. There's bark skinned human. 
So that's that's as much as you can as you can glean from that eleven. Uh, so he kind of just like gives you the eyes, and he's like, you "Before good? I give a response, I just want to real quick like try to determine if these two are the only ones around, or if there are others waiting in ambush, clever girl style." Sure. Uh, no clever girl. So roll roll perception. You want to avoid clever girl. Uh hmm. Two. Uh <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> you, you rolled a two, you only see two of them. Uh, if you had rolled a 20, you would have seen 20. Uh, but as you, as you kind of take a look, uh, yeah, you only see the two of them there. There's nothing, nothing else around, uh, to your, to your knowledge. Uh, just, I, I said to him, just, just let me know when I'm clear to buzz off. Uh, and, and he kind of just, like, looks at you and he gives you a thumbs up. And as soon as he does that, he, like, completely disappears from your sight. Like, he was standing there and then he wasn't. Oh, boy. Uh, so... Now he like you're kind of just standing there like you're gonna like are you gonna mosey on up like um, what's your what's your what's your game plan? My game plan is um, this looks like a great spot for me to get ganged up on, and, and without knowing that there are more than with whether or not there are more than two, I'm going to like try to find a stone nearby and kind of toss it into the clearing. Okay, uh, so yeah, there's like a stone about like like two feet away from you. Uh, go ahead, roll like a dex a dex check to throw it. Wow. Uh huh, that's a. You said dex check. Yeah, dex check. That's a four. Uh, so you throw you throw the rock, uh, this... and it lands exactly four feet in front of you. I'm getting all my bad rolls out now. Yeah, so you're, you're getting the bad rolls out now. So it just it lands with like a large like thunk, like like Tyler's dice. Uh, and then you see like both of the bark skin looking people kind of just like look at you, and then immediately start walking over towards you. So I'm gonna have you roll initiative. All right, yeah, that's fair. All right, 15. We're getting somewhere. 15. All right, I'm going to roll their initiative. Oh, all right. That's pretty good. Uh, so you're going to be going first, Elegos. What's your... Uh, so these two these two guys kind of come up to you. They're, they're holding clubs in their hand, uh, just like wooden clubs, and they're just... They're kind of like menacing like as they move towards you. What's your... Uh, what you going to do? Um, so I guess I'll start moving into the clearing, and... Um... Is one like closer, or are they pretty much the same uh, distance? They're pretty much the same distance. They're kind of moving in unison. Right. Uh, I'm actually going to. I'm going to move a little towards them, but not like right up to them. And I'm just going to prepare a reaction attack for when one of them like gets close enough to hit. Okie doke. Uh, so one of them, uh, now it's their turn, uh, gets close enough to hit you, uh, and is going to smack you with a club. What you going to do? I'm going to hit them. I'm not going to hit them. Uh, so you miss uh, as, you as you attempt to smack the tree person, and then they're both going to attempt to attack you. So, oh, that misses. Oh, that misses for sure. Yep. Yep, that completely misses. So, are you sure you don't want to double check that my AC is 8? No, it was it was a 9 this time. So, actually, yeah, is, is it a 9 hit? No. Bitch. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Does a 26 hit? Hmm. Uh... I've had a, I've had a long rest on the way here, right? Yeah, you had a long rest okay, on the way good. here. <laughs> so, uh, he smacks you for eight. Hold up. Uh oh no. Ah, there we go. Twelve bludgeoning damage as he smacks you with his club. Uh, and you feel like some some pretty hefty uh plant weight behind that one. Uh, so you you, you take twelve bludgeoning damage. He absolutely smacks you with the club. You kind of go back two feet. Uh, and then kind of out of the corner of your eye you see for a second your friend like getting closer to the tree he's about like maybe 15 feet away so not too bad 
Uh, so now these two, th these two looking bark people kind of just like look at you and, uh, you see like they kind of talk to each other in some sort of language that you're not necessarily familiar with. And they sound like they're kind of mocking you, uh, almost like laugh, like kind of laughing at you as they just like go like, man, <laughs> as they, uh, attempt to go in for the next rally of attacks, but it's your turn now. It is my turn. I'm going to try to swing again at one of them. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and attempt to make that strike. That is a nat 20. Okay, yeah, so Ooh, here perfect, it is. right after mocking, right after talking shit. Uh, so go ahead, smack that guy. Talk shit, get hit. Catch these hands. <laughs> Are you punching it? <laughs> no, these hands is the name of my longsword. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I read that on your character sheet. Uh, uh, so damn go it, that's min damage, it's four. Wow, okay, so that was gonna be impressive, uh, but- Oh wait, yeah, I need to I need to roll it twice, I forgot. It's, it's yeah, 20. yeah. All right, well, it was a two. So six damage. Yeah. Alright, so you, you make like a very impressive slice. Like you bring your, your longsword like completely horizontal on one of these tree people and like you can even like you can kind of feel like the air is shaking after like you've made this slice, but it only deals six damage. You don't of course like as a player you don't really know what that means, but you see the um the, the two tree people kind of just like look, their eyes kind of widen for a quick second. Uh and then they they kind of start laughing at you again as they uh, they kind of just like brush your sword off to the side, and as you see they start their turn the cut that you made on them actually kind of recedes uh, as, as it kind of reforms the bark. So one of them attempts to hit you and does a 15 hit. No. All right. Uh, next. Ah, okay. So does a 22 hit. Yes. All right. Uh, so now. It, oh my god. All right, so you're gonna take, you're gonna take 12 bludgeoning damage as this guy oh, strikes you. Oh, uh, uh, yes. I'm not looking good. Yeah, so this guy hits you for another 12 bludgeoning damage. Uh, he like he's mimics get your strike. Rebuked. Okay. Uh, so oh. roll, roll that hellish rebuke. They don't have, they have to make a save for that, right? Uh, uh creature must make a dex saving throw. So let me make that dex saving throw. Ah, he, yeah, that's a three. Uh, so <laughs> what's your, uh, what's the damage? All right, so I have to cast it at second level. Yeah, because yeah, of my race thing. Alright. Um, so that's, uh, one. That's 2d10 fire. Alright. Ooh! That could be good. Super hot fire. Super hot. Oh boy! Uh, that's 17 fire. Okay. Um, oh my god. I'm guessing this is gonna be yeah. more than 17. Yeah. Uh, so you see, as you as you kind of hellish rebuke, it just hits the one that smacked you. And while he was like kind of mocking your strike earlier, he you see like some of the bark kind of sets on fire as he absolutely screeches, uh, back in pain. Uh, to like kind of takes like a good 10, 10 foot like leap back as you as you've struck him pretty pretty bad. Uh, with the uh, with that man, that's yikes. Uh, so. He kind of like goes to the ground. Then, then the other the other tree person that was kind of laughing with him, uh, kind of sets his eyes on you, and like the yellow, like the yellow glowing eye that he had before, like kind of turns red, uh, and he he ain't looking too happy. Uh, so it's your turn now, Elagos, and you take another quick peek. You see your friend is like right in front of the tree. I'm going to cast Searing Smite. Okay, on the one that eyes went red, or the on, one that's currently on burning. Oh, on you. Oh, yeah. Okay. So basically. Uh, the next time you hit a, it casts one bonus, plus one bonus action. Next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack spell, during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with a white hot intensity, deals an extra one d six fire damage. Okay. And I'm gonna cast that's, it at level one because yeah, well, that's hot. <laughs> yes. Real hot. 
All right, so go ahead. Uh, so you you kind of like light your you kind of like put like a, a flame tinge on your weapon, and like the other the other like um, woodland creature kind of looks at you almost in horror. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like kind of brandish it in front of it, like as if to as if to say like last chance to walk away. All right. Uh, so you you, you kind of like last chance. It's so like the one on the ground kind of looks spooked, but he like he like kind of like almost scaredly holds his weapon and the other one kind of just like puts up a shield arm uh and they they're they're determined all right um i'm gonna attack the one that's up i guess okay standing in front of you so go ahead this is a 14 okay uh you unfortunately miss uh uh so now it's it's gonna be their turn so they're going to attempt to hit you the first one uh 17 does that hit no okay Nice. Ah. 21. 21. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be unconscious now. Alright, so you get hit, and you take... That's not too bad, you only take 8 damage. Oh, good, I'm unconscious. Okay, uh, so as you, as you kind of just get, like, absolutely smacked over the head, uh, you, you see with, like, your last, like, um, conscious moments, the, your friend kind of like grabbing something outside of the hollow of the tree. He kind of looks like he's ripping something out of like the heart of it. Uh, and then he disappears. Uh, so during that, this unconscious time, you have that, uh, that same dream again, where the, um, where your successor attempts to like, just essentially obliterate you inside of the middle of a combat, uh, inside of a combat field. Uh, as you, uh, as you kind of just like stand up this time, block it, there's like different events are unfolding as you uh, continue to go through this terrible dream, and then you wake up one more time, uh, but this time also in the back of a carriage uh, with some bandages on you. As uh, you see your you see your uh, companion sitting across uh, this time, instead of passing you an apple, uh, as he did before, he passes you a health potion. He's like, uh, you good? I'm gonna down it, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're, you're at one HP, it's two D4 plus uh, two, uh, and that's what you're gonna, you're gonna heal for, and he kinda says, uh, well, you uh, you had him going for a little while there. Uh, I thought that uh, that fire was gonna come through for you, but uh, unfortunately, not too great. Yeah. All right. Well, glad you're uh, glad you're safe, and thanks for uh, thanks for helping me out. As he kind of like holds up a a small vial, uh, full of like this light light blue liquid, uh, and he says that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a big help, Elagos. Really appreciate it. Well. It's time to fill your end of the bargain. You got it. Well, uh, from actually what I've heard is uh, your friends are clean out of jail right now. Should be walking out the front doors as we speak. So they're already out of jail. Mm-hmm. And so I did this for you for nothing. Oh no, no, we um, <laughs> no, I didn't do it for you for nothing. They're they're out they're out of the doors as per my information. They're out of their cell. Oh, sorry. That, no, that was that was me misunderstanding. He's like, he kind of like looks a little scared. He's like, "You good?" Yeah. Like, are we cool? Yeah, we're cool. All right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys, you kind of feel the uh the carriage bumpily moving over the um, bumpily moving over the the road uh as you guys are now back inside of Ruel, and it kind of he kind of pulls up the carriage in front of the uh, the police station. And we're actually going to cut back into the, uh, we're going to cut back into the, the, uh, police station now, or the jail, uh, where the rest of the party is. As we're 
As we're walking through the jail towards the entryway, um, do we see other people who are at the fight? Uh, so you're able to see uh, th there's one uh, th there's one other cell where you see someone that you actually know, and it's Licor. Uh, kind of just like can I unlock that door? Sure. Uh, you walk up to Licor's cell, and he uh, y you unlock the door. He's like, "Hey, thanks. I didn't really want to be locked in here. I had a feeling." That was the case. Thanks. Neither did we. Uh, so you've unlocked his cell, and Owl, you you uh you were cop playing. Yes, I'm wearing the yeah I'm wearing cop clothing. I have like furry mouth, fuzzy mouth or whatever. Yeah, it's a furry mouth. You have a fuzzy mouth. All right. Uh, Either one. Ooh, ooh, what's this? Furry mouth. Rinse it out. <laughs> <laughs> Get some mouthwash. Uh, so you you kind of you guys are kind of just like standing in the middle of the hallway now. I mean, you can move towards the entrance. Um, perhaps there could be a couple of officers there, uh, but for right now, you guys are just standing in the middle of the hallway. Nothing, nothing uh, crazy is happening. What you got? I do? think I should take the lead, given that I, given that I look like a cop. Am I right? That 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 is good plan. He's not a cop. No. Oh. It 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 is disguise. I like this disguise. Uh, so that was uh that was Zucker speaking, and you see uh Abel kind of like silently standing there. He's like, yeah, sounds like a sounds like a good idea. All right, then why don't you follow me? All right, so all of them kind of follow behind you, Aul, and you kind of like uh, get to the front of the uh, you get to, you get to the front of the jailhouse into like the office section, uh, and you the only thing you can see here uh, so far is just a cop asleep at the front desk. Um, is he sleeping with his mouth open? Uh, yeah, he's kind of snoring. I'm gonna look into his mouth and see if it's fuzzy. Okay, uh, so you look inside. You you take a look inside of his mouth, uh, and just roll me an investigation check. Um, that was a nineteen. Yeah, you look inside of his mouth, and it's like there's not a lot of fuzz there, uh, but there's just a little bit. Mm. I'm gonna go back to the party and whisper. So whenever this fuzzy disease is, whatever that's spreading to people. Oh wait, this isn't my voice. Yeah, so whatever this fuzzy disease is, that guy's starting to catch it a little bit. That does not sound great. Yeah. We gotta make sure whatever this is is not gonna spread to any of us. Everyone open your mouth. Clean out your mouth, Aul, with some soap. Yeah, well, you, you kind of got a lot of the fuzz in your mouth right now. Uh, but you're, uh, you're ob it's obviously fake fuzz. Yeah, I'm part of the fuzz. What's, I don't see the big deal. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I should have called Man, them the fuzz. I thought that you did. Oh my Man. god. Alright, no, I didn't. Fucking shameful. Damn. Aul, does this stuff feel like warm in your throat? Is it hot fuzz? It's like it's a it's lukewarm. <laughs> it's hot fuzz. It's a little yeah. It's a little ugh. Uh, but yeah, you, you uh you have the fuzz, but you're looking in like your other party members like mouths, I guess. If you're doing like a quick inspection, but you don't see any fuzz. Um, uh, but like you, you look in Liquor's mouth, he's like, eh. There's no fuzz. Uh, same thing with Abel. Uh, he's got no fuzz either. Uh, and I guess you guys are just gonna like walk out the front door. I mean, there's, unless you want to like rifle through some like police documents or something, but I don't know. Yo, Breathweaver, where'd our gold go? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, let's, uh, hey, hey, Licor, did you see what they did with the, uh, auction guy? And he's like, uh, you see Licor, he's like, Well, I don't know where the, uh, the auction guy is, but I think he's in the back. Uh, if they were holding anything, they'd put it inside the loot cabinet. Let's go check out the loot cabinet, guys. And he's like, sure, it's right there. And you look at the, uh, <laughs> you, you, lo you look at, like, the cabinet, like, right above the guard's sleeping head, and it just says loot cabinet. That's convenient. All right. Is it loot cabinet like 20 bucks a month? 
I will open the loot cabinet. Hopefully no loot falls out onto the sleeping god. Breath Reaver, why don't you let me open it? You are very loud. I'm also a cop. Fair enough. I'll let a Aul open it. I got a net 20. God damn it. I got a, tw so a 28 total. Why is everyone else getting the good rolls? Alright, so you, you roll the stealth. You just open it up completely silently, and inside is around um, 150 gold. Uh, as well as there's a few like there's a few like you know pearl necklaces. Um, you actually see like one really nice looking uh, one really nice looking quarterstaff. Not not a uh, not clear's quarterstaff, uh, but a, a nice one is inside of there. Uh, but other than that, nothing nothing else pretty crazy. So 150 GP and a nice looking quarterstaff. Well, I'll split the GP with Breathweaver because I feel like that was our gold. I'll give the quarterstaff to Ander, and. The pearl necklaces. I'll give one to Wilhelm. I say it will look it will look good on you. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. As like Wilhelm tries his darndest to put the, the necklace on. Alright. <laughs> God. Uh but pretty much you guys have I picked this place clean for now. Uh, uh, uh there's a sleeping fuzzy guard mouth. Uh wow, I said that sentence just as well as Breathweaver did. Uh, and <laughs> the door, the door is kind of just in the front. Uh, if you guys want to do anything else while you're here. Oh, uh, no, Pat, I went to write, go to Larry's bar. It has a great ball pit. All right, let's head out. Yeah, let's head out. All right, go. so as soon as you guys, um, exit to the, uh, you exit to the street now, you kind of just see, uh, you see a carriage pulled up in front of the police station and Ella goes from inside of the carriage. You kind of just like look out, like peek through the tarp and you can see your friends plus Avil and Lickhor. Uh, your favorite character in this campaign uh, walk out, and you see um, you see your colleague just standing there. He's like, "See, what did I tell you? What he what did he tell you? That guy didn't do anything for us. Don't listen to him." <laughs> yeah, you're not Elegos even looks over at uh, his quote unquote friend. Well, after yeah. what Awul said, he's kind of like, "Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I guess you, you didn't he didn't help you out. He's like, listen, uh, all I said was, uh, I I knew that they were getting out, and we uh, I helped them get out a little bit." Had some guys on the inside. Were your guys the guards that attacked us, or...? Elagos is now definitely giving this dude the side eye. Friends that attacked you? One of them tried to smack me with a club because I turned fat. Now he's now he's given less side eye because, like... <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Here is, here is thing. Uh, we, were, uh, we were all smacked around by uh, individuals. Uh, is whatever you did to help, help us out involve, like... Don't give him his excuse. People who were in like weird hypnotic state where like their eyes were rolling back, they had like weird fuzz in the mouth. Was that you? Fuzzy tongue. Uh, he kind of just like looks at you blankly. He's like, no, I just told my friend Tony to let you out. What the hell happened? Can I roll insight? Oh, well, see what happened was not- Sure, go ahead. We were not let out by someone named Tony. We were attacked by weird like, I don't know, half sort of zombie people. I got a- 22 for insight uh you roll a 22 for insight uh you kind of like you're kind of judging what he's saying like he doesn't he did s he, what he's saying is truthful he did tell his friend tony to let you guys out uh but in regards to like the actual nature of what of how he like like in regards to like the fuzzy tongue stuff like he didn't lie about that so he's not he like he, no he's telling <laughs> the truth he told his friend to let you out like there's like he didn't um He's not too positive on this fuzzy tongue business. So you did literally nothing for us. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess so. 
I don't even know <laughs> who you are, but I don't like you. Uh, and you see, you, you see like Abel from the back of the party, kind of just like waving at waving at the guy inside of the inside of the wagon. Uh, and he says, "Well, uh, well, nice to meet you. My name is uh, my name's Cass, uh, and I've been uh, I've been buddying up with your your friend Elgo. It's pretty tough. Uh, took on some uh, took on some wood creatures earlier for me today." Regarding that, um, he uh, Elgos is gonna kind of like take the blue thing that he uh, acquired and say like, "I think it's time. I think, given the circumstances, you owe us some explanation about this." Uh, so you're just taking it from his hand. I'm gonna make you roll a dex dex check for that. Oh fuck. <laughs> you right, buddy? Um uh, eleven. Uh so you go to grab it and I will I will DM honest honestly tell you it was an eighteen. Uh and he he's like, Yeah, uh I'll tell you all about that. Uh, I'm actually gonna be using it to grow uh to grow uh, you know, the tree in the center of uh in the center of the park, but that's not important right now. Uh but if you want a little bit more you know, payback. I mean, I know you're looking for these towers, right, Elagos? Yeah. Well, I'm in the business of raising one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by rating the podcast on your preferred listening platform. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if you have any more ideas for these outros, because God knows I'm not creative enough to keep doing this, Contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at gjadventures. Be sure to tell your friends about us, or anyone really. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.